are going to uh, go to Paul Hutchinson now, magnificent Paul, and I'm um, looking forward to hearing your story, Paul. Before I traveled to New York the first time, my father, a raker, phoned me and said, say hello to Woody Allen when you see him, as if. My father is not a fan of Woody Allen, but he knows that I am. The best my father can say about Woody Allen is this. They say he's a great tennis player. He doesn't look it. My father is a fan of fitness and life and in the movies, action movies with muscle or his thing. But even for my father, New York and Woody Allen are synonymous, like manhood and muscles. And my father knew that I liked slow films with punchlines, not punch-ups, with lots of talking about nothing very much for too long. I laughed, explaining that it was very unlikely that I would meet Woody Allen, whose major works I still loved, despite his later scandals and fall from critical and commercial praise. Can I still say I like the films of Mr. Woody Allen after all that scandal? I recite the names of his films, wondering about redemption. Hannah and her sisters, Annie Hall, Manhattan, Broadway, Danny Rose, crimes and misdemeanors. Is the beginning of Annie Hall still funny? When Woody, speaking straight to camera, tells the joke about two elderly Jewish ladies at a holiday resort. The first one says, the food here is terrible. And the other one says, I know, and such small portions. Woody and his literate scripts and wealthy issues. Woody and his white New York suffused with African-American jazz music. It was the year 2000, my first time in New York. I didn't sleep for three days. I was electrified. Everything seemed so familiar and on. I was buzzing with the wave of famous icons flooding my senses. The Statue of Liberty, yellow taxis, CBGBs, Chinatown, Harlem, and Times Square, where a female busker sang, I love a man with a shiny head, to a sweaty bald man passing by. I love a man with a shiny head, she sang. And the twin towers stood tall, waiting for the end of the world. And the Empire State Building, epic with and without King Kong and Trump Tower, where I met a bedraggled black man standing barefoot in November, just before Thanksgiving. A shoeless man selling sculptures on the street, sculptures made from twisted metal coat hangers, sculptures that looked awful. But I have never seen a coat hanger that made me feel such deep sadness. I was never going to buy one, but I gave him some money. This bedraggled black man, barefoot in November, just before Thanksgiving, outside the door of Trump Tower. And as I watched this tragedy limp on, my head was still full of Woody and the films I adored for years. Are these celluloid masterpieces lost to me now? I recite their names, hoping for guidance. Hannah and her sisters, Annie Hall, Manhattan, Broadway, Danny Rose, crimes and misdemeanors. One of my trips 
was to the Guggenheim Art Gallery on East 89th Street. And it's almost enough to stand outside and bask in the genius of the building, open-mouthed in awe at this outrageous Frank Lloyd Wright creation. But inside was even more impressive, laden with strange wonders, masterworks of the modern age, and to name but two, Jackson Pollock's splashy joy, the flighty wonder of Marc Chagall. I stared and stirred for hours until, exhausted from paying attention and overdosed on art, I stumbled smiling out of the Guggenheim. And out of the corner of my tired eyes, I spot something else that I recognize. It is a pair of thick black glasses. A pair of thick black glasses on the face of a man I know, arm in arm with an Asian woman. It can't be, can it? I think it is. I decide to follow them. I shadow them into Central Park, keeping my distance. I wouldn't want to be accused of stalking. It is then, from a distance, Woody Allen and his wife, Soon Yi. Is it? I have to be sure, to know for sure, to know close up. I need more proof. I pick up my pace and move closer, occasionally dropping to the ground to fix an imaginary shoelace on my slip-on trainers. I'll get to say hello to him after all. It is him, it is him, it is him. Wait till I tell my dad about this. Woody bloody Allen. I keep step and formulate what to do next. What can I say to him, to Woody Allen in Central Park? I hear the opening bars of Rhapsody in Blue. Hello, Woody Allen. I'm from Belfast. Have you ever met a Belfast man, a Belfast fan? Do you know what it meant to 15-year-old me to see Annie Hall and want to date Diane Keaton with her laddie da refrain and her thrift shop androgynous outfits? Laddie da. That's what I could say. I could walk up to him and say, laddie da, quote the line that he wrote in the 1970s. Don't be stupid. They are 30 feet away now, talking. Perhaps I could eavesdrop on them. What are they saying? Maybe they have security in trees either side of the path or in the bushes. Sharpshooters or lawyers or both. Several bushes are moving. I slow my step and continue my plans to make contact. Hello, you two. My name's Paul. I love your films, Woody. Well, not all of them. I don't mind some and I adore some and some are not very good at all. Too much of a Bergman or Fellini ripoff. I keep going, keep trailing, keep on thinking about how to stop a hero on his tracks. Central Park goes on for miles and I am paying attention to Woody and Sunyi. I have a pen in my bag and a notebook, an autograph perhaps. I hate autograph hunters. A photograph, I have a camera. Yes, hello Mr. Woody Allen, can I take your photograph? Can I, can I, can I? And as I turn the corner of the tree-lined path in Central Park with the resolve to merely stop them and say, hello, they are gone. Woody Allen and Soon Yi are gone, disappeared. They have slipped my stalking. Where are they? Mr. Allen, I want to shout. Soon Yi, I want to whisper. But he is gone and she is gone. Gone. I was lost for words and now I am lost in Central Park. And I can't see the woody for the trees. Um, thank you very much for that, Paul. I um, want to let you know that I and possibly half the population of Ireland groaned at your last line. <laughs> hold on, hold on, I have to speak here, Podrick. Um, <clears throat> well, I can't remember if I told you this before, but I once met Woody Allen. 
he walked in. I was working in a bar in Mayfair, and he walked in with Mia Farrell. So it was in happier times, obviously, and um, or maybe not actually. And the genius of 20th century comedy said to me when I gave him this change, "Oh, how long have you had pound coins?" And I said, oh, "About a year," and that was it. Only I could have said that. <laughs> I had a much more interesting conversation with Sir Alec Guinness, but I might need that for a story some night, so I'm not going to... Keep it, keep it. I'll keep that one. Okay, P, that's me done.